the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Courageous Christianity, a public nonprofit ministry equipping Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield. The intersection of our faith and the world is a battlefield strewn with debris of a fallen world that challenges even the hardiest souls. And yet, this intersection is the context of our faith. As courageous Christian warriors, we must navigate this difficult terrain in our personal walk and as we seek to bring Christ to those who are lost and struggling. As a colonel in the Marine Corps Reserves with numerous combat deployments, Richard Mendelo has walked dangerous ground in peacetime and in war. Join us as he and his guests shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for courageous Christianity. And here's your host, Richard Mendelo. Friends, welcome and thank you for joining us on Courageous Christianity. Today we're continuing in our series on struggle with a very special guest. The first line of her bio says this, Kelly Hall loves Jesus and loves his word. And I read that and uh, I was just so touched by it. Imagine if it said that on all of our, uh, on all of our bios. What an amazing way to introduce yourself to the world. And even more beautiful, she takes daily courageous kingdom-minded action in her heart's response to that love. So her love doesn't stop with adoration. It continues on in everything that she does. And is that not the point of our faith? Last week, I said that struggle tests and strengthens our faith. And our guest today is the walking embodiment of that truth. Hers is a story arising from her struggle to raise four children three of whom are profoundly deaf, and to do so as a military wife married to an Air Force fighter pilot. She's a licensed physical therapist, a Bible teacher and speaker, and with the help of the Holy Spirit, she has authored a richly textured Bible study called Courageous Faith. And it's an honor to have her as our guest today. Kelly, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Well, it's our pleasure. And when Christy brought uh, Kelly to the show, and she said she had a fabulous guest for the show to talk about struggle, and that this guest was married to an Air Force F-16 pilot, I thought we were going to talk about how difficult it is to be married to a pilot. And I thought (laughs) that was going to be a great show in itself, and then I found out it was going to be so much more. So that is wonderful, as always. I am so grateful for my wedded wingman, Christy Mendelo. 
Hello, everyone. And Kelly, I'm just so excited for our conversation. So glad that our connection has led us here to today and can't wait to hear what um, our conversation brings to the listeners. So welcome. Mm, thank you. Does your husband call you his wingman? No, he doesn't. Okay. Well, I think <laughs> both of you would uh, have a special understanding of what a wingman is. Absolutely. Um, we have friends that refer to us that way a lot. Yeah. Uh, friends, uh, fighters never fly alone. It's very rare. Right. And so they always have uh, fly in twos or fours. And that's so that we can watch out for each other. And so uh, a wingman is a very special thing. And I must remind you, as I am retiring from the Marine Corps, effective tomorrow, May 1st, this is the last time I will have to say that as a colonel still serving in the Marine Corps Reserves, I must preface my comments by saying that these are my personal views and they do not necessarily represent the Department of Defense or the Department of the Navy. Wow. Yay. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> thank what you, a journey. God, for this amazing journey. Friends, let's pray together, and we're going to pray Psalm 23, which we know, and in these words, I think we're going to hear everything about God in our lives as our loving shepherd leading us through this, uh, this place, this world, this earth. Let us pray. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. 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 Friends, he is a good shepherd, and we do not have to fear the valley of the shadow of death. So I'm reading Kelly's Bible study, and it says this, We're not inspired to live differently by a definition of the word courage. However, we are inspired to live differently by seeing courage with flesh on it. We need to see it practiced. Living, breathing humanity, refusing fear, spurning doubt, and choosing to exercise faith in the almighty, faithful God. Wow, that's our hope as we hear Kelly's story, that you hear courageous faith with flesh mm -hmm. on it. And Kelly, uh... You say, uh, you use the word adventures. You say in your Bible study, the adventures that God allows in your life. And I love that. What do you mean by adventures? You know, it's funny. When I was growing up, I was from a small town in Texas, and we moved to a bigger place in Houston. And I knew so many people that had lived in Houston all their lives. And my heart's desire was to move around. I wanted adventure never knowing that that would lead me to marry a fighter pilot and move every two, three years, much more than I was expecting. But I wanted adventure in my life. And when I think about, when I look at the struggles we face on this life and I think of them, 
as just part of the adventures that I'm walking through with Jesus' arms around my shoulder, it lightens the load. So I love that word. Yeah, it certainly does take it, because Christy said in a previous show that the world struggle by itself has such negative connotations. And yeah. even though struggle can do so much for us, we uh, sometimes make the mistake of allowing the negative connotations to shape our belief. And then Christy was saying that our belief about our situation is so important uh, in terms of the direction it takes us. So you're looking mm-hmm. at these situations as adventures uh, certainly shapes a different uh, belief and a different perspective. Well, I love hearing that from someone that this is, uh, Kelly's a perfect example of how you can choose your mindset, how you can choose your perspective. Uh, mm-hmm. And and even if she hadn't always grown up with the adventure concept, wanting that adventure, right. you could reframe your mind to now begin thinking that way because Kelly's a walking embodiment of that as well. Even in the hardest things, right, right Kelly? <clears throat> right. Yeah. So that's so true. So please, uh, as you would, tell us uh, a little bit about your story. Yeah, you know, um, I never expected where life took us. <laughs> I will start with that. When I married my husband, I, he moved me from Texas, and we lived all over. Our first child was born for fairly quickly, and then we discovered that she was profoundly deaf. And this was a great shock to us because no one in our family was deaf. No one in our extended family had any issues. And I was shocked. And we didn't find out until she was 15 months old because Lee was deployed to Korea for a year, and I was living with my parents. I wasn't around other kids, so I... I didn't even understand that she wasn't responding the way she was supposed to. So um, that, you know, that day, that one day was so instrumental in um, affecting the way I viewed this struggle. But I won't go into that just yet. I'll just give you this brief overview that later our son was born and then right after that i found out i was pregnant with twins twins also don't run in our family and i had found out that there was a chance that our kids could be deaf because we probably had a recessive gene and so we prayed that they wouldn't be deaf and um, all my bible study gals were praying and then two weeks they were only two weeks old. They did a test, and they discovered that they, too, were profoundly deaf. And it just broke It just broke my heart. Even now, remembering that day, I could barely breathe, you know. And But that, too, was such an instrumental day where God just intervened in a loving, kind, beautiful way to show me that He's got me, that He hasn't dropped my storyline that none of this has taken him by surprise, and that he would work in and through our difficult circumstances to bring glory to his name. How did he tell you that? How did he show you that? Oh, it was pretty surprising. So when I found out about the twins being deaf, I mean, my one thought, and this, and maybe this sounds unkind to people who have disabilities, but as a mom... My heart ached so badly, and I just thought, I don't know how to be a good mom to three 
girls who have special needs, and I hurt for them. I hurt for them because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to do it, and I was so heartbroken. Prior to this, because we love our kids so much and we don't want them to hurt, before I found out, I had said to the Lord, Father, I know you use trials to help us grow in our faith, but please don't let these little girls be born deaf. You could, you know, there's a lot of things you could do in my life that would help me grow in my faith. I've seen a lot of people grow from marriage problems or financial problems, you know, and I'm a physical therapist. I could be in a car wreck and be paralyzed from the waist down. I know what to do about that. I could even have my leg amputated. I know what to do about that. And so I'm going through this whole list of other trials that God could choose, and I'm sure he was chuckling along the way. But all he did was just remind me how much he loved me through Scripture and that he had, even though I didn't know how things were going to turn out, I could trust the one who held our story in his hands. So then when we found out that they were deaf, I couldn't call my family because that would just hurt too much. It's too personal. So I called um, my, all my Bible study girls, and the very first person I called She said, well, Kelly, they can't be deaf because I prayed and I believed. And the Bible said, if you believe, then he will give you what you ask for. And so there she was having a faith crisis right in the middle of my crisis. But it was so interesting that the words I heard coming out of my mouth had not been in my brain the moment before. I said, you know, you don't have to worry about a thing. Our life is going to be very blessed because God is working in amazing ways to bring about good and glory in ways that we wouldn't even imagine. We're going to see His hand up close and personal. We're not going to have to read about it in some book. Amen. Uh, Well, friends, we're at our first break, and uh, you heard something amazing there. We're going to talk about more in the second segment. Please stay with us. Hello, everyone. This is Christy Mendelow. As you may know, I'm host Richard Mendelow's wingman. You might wonder what a wingman is. Here on Courageous Christianity, it means I'm here to support the host of this show and our efforts to accomplish our mission. That mission is to equip Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield, and we need your help to do that. Your tax-deductible support is what keeps us on the air and sustains our ongoing efforts. Courageous Christianity is a public, nonprofit ministry. If you'd like to support our mission and this ministry, you can do so by texting any amount to 281-800-4940. That's 281-800-4940. And for a donation of $25 or more, we will send you a signed copy of Richard's book, Right Makes Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. You will absolutely love this devotional, and it will help you to be more equipped in your walk as a courageous Christian. If texting isn't a fit, you can also donate by going to CourageousChristianity.today. So text to donate to 281-800-4940 or go to CourageousChristianity.today. Friends, thank you. We are so very grateful for your listenership and for your support. What a friend we have in Jesus. Friends, welcome back. We're listening to What a Friend We Have in Jesus on Courageous Christianity. And as I always say, Mike knows just where to put that song. We're talking to Kelly Hall. 
uh, wife uh, of an Air Force fighter pilot, and if that weren't hard enough, uh, mother to four children, and if that weren't hard enough, three of those children are profoundly deaf, and she's sharing her heart with us, and we're talking about struggle, and her journey resulted in an amazing Bible study, which I have here in front of me, and we're just finding out about where real faith meets the struggles of this world, the most heartfelt struggles, and how Jesus is our friend and he has our arms around us. So, Kelly, uh, in your struggle, I'm thinking about somebody who's out there listening to the show and they're in a struggle. And I'm wondering what you would say to someone who's struggling to trust God right now in their particular situation. Yeah. You know, one of the things I would say is don't try to make sense of the suffering. So many people try to do that. And um, when they do, it minimizes what we're going through. And we just cannot put our great big complex, almighty God, in a box. He loves us with this unstoppable, unending love. And I, I remember when I found out that Kayla was deaf, I felt like that's what God communicated to my soul. One of the things that's so helpful in pain, my heart was broken, and I was just laying on the floor, and you probably realize this too, that it hurt so, it helped so much just to pour out your heart to God, just to tell Him the truth about what you're feeling. And that's what I did. And I felt like God had betrayed me. So I would say, don't be afraid to tell God the truth about what you're feeling and let Him speak to you. And God began to remind me that day of promises. Romans 8 28, He really does work all things together for good for those who love Him. And are called to his purpose. He really does. And that's what he he reminded me of. And he reminded me of the story of Joseph. He reminded me of people who had walked through things. You know, we talked about uh, courage with skin on. He reminded me of people like that. And it, it helped me so much. One of the things, too, that he reminded me of is when I was 14 years old, I was getting up early and I was praying um, and worshiping God. And I was also reading books about people who had walked through hard times and how God had worked in and through those situations to bring him glory. And I remember that day being so impacted by their stories that I said to God, I want that to be my life. I want to walk through something hard too, so that people can see that you're faithful and that they are worthy of your trust. And then I added, and maybe when I grow up, I'll adopt a child with special needs. Wow. I thought it was so cool that God prepared me, even at the age of 14, for the adventures that we were going to walk through as a family. Well, we're going to have another part, folks. We're going to be with Kelly again next week. And I don't want to, like, steal our own thunder from next week, but she uh, has seven... Uh, steps, principles, um, tenets uh, of of getting to this place of closer faith. And one of the things she says, one of her tenets is, I refuse to pretend with God. And I think what I'm hearing, Kelly, is at that uh, sweet young age, 14, 
a lot of people are focused on themselves and puberty and boys and this and girls and all this other stuff. And here you were fervently refusing to pretend with God, but instead asking to do something that would glorify him at that young age. And uh, how amazing is he? Yeah. Mm. Uh, And I just think of just such a pure heart there at the age of 14. I also think of this. Uh, I mean, again, Kelly is an example of asking God and God providing. Right. So asking God, even at that age, I want to go through this and look what he did. Well, you know, what would you say, Kelly, uh, what would you say to people who say God won't give you more than you can handle? Oh, my goodness. I would say to anyone who has someone say that to them, to immediately say in your mind, no, this is being misinterpreted. (laughs) Because what I've learned in life is he is always allowing things in our life that are more than we can handle. That's how we learn to trust him. This whole Bible study is based on Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, right? Trust in God with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. Yeah, that drives me bananas when I hear people say he won't give you more than you can handle. And the well, the first word that comes to my mind, because I'm not as necessarily as kind as you, is I'll say nonsense. That's like saying a personal <laughs> trainer will never ask you to lift a heavier weight. I will say this, though. If he brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. That I believe yeah. with all my heart. Yeah. He won't ask, but... He'll ask you to do plenty more than you can do by yourself, and that's what causes you to call on him. And then when he walks with you in that struggle, you realize how powerful he is, uh, how faithful he is, how small we are, how much we need him. Yeah, absolutely. Kelly, Mm -hmm. what do you think of that? Oh, I absolutely agree. I would say that the reason Courageous Faith came into existence is because God took me to places that were at the very end of myself. I was a self-sufficient person. And coming to this place where I said, I cannot do this. I can't. I need God. I think that's uh, all of us are are in this place of self-sufficiency until we come up against uh, uh, a dragon who's too big, uh, a monster that we can't contend with, uh, sandpaper people as Pastor Steve <laughs> likes to call them, who, who give us more than we can contend with. And this is why, friends, if you're wondering why I'm on this point, this is why. There's this idea that if God gives you more than you feel like you can handle, and that's a word, feel, there's something wrong with him. He's not faithful, he's not kind, he's not the God you thought he was. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a two-year-old being mad at their parents when, when the two-year-old gets disciplined. And they think uh, daddy's mean. Well, no, he's not mean, but he understands better than you do at the age of two what you truly need. And in terms of God's amazing omniscience and omnipotence, we are two-year-olds. And Mm -hmm. so when he brings us to these struggles and we buy the world's lies that he will never bring us to anything we can't get over by ourselves, that's that's a worldly lie. We then get mad at him. And so I really want you to hear what Kelly's saying He will bring you to things bigger than you can handle. And when you refuse to pretend with him that you can handle it, then he'll help you through it. How's that? Yeah, absolutely. Kelly, I'm thinking here, 
you, you said you came to the end of yourself. And uh, this was the first child that uh, was profoundly death. You said Kayla, was that correct? Mm-hmm. Walk us through the what what you did next. Like how, just can you walk us through that experience? I come to m- the end of myself and and then what? Yeah, when, here's the most miraculous thing about that day when I found out that Kayla was deaf. We, God met us. He met us in such a mighty way. Lee was in Korea for a year-long remote tour, but he was already on a plane coming home for a three-week leave on a date he had chosen 10 months earlier. Mm. Well, I just got chills. um, (laughs) I know. So he was with you when you got that news? Well, he was with me later that day. Wow. Yeah, so we got to walk through three weeks of this together, and it was so good for his heart. It was so good for my heart, and he got to see Kayla laugh and like realize, oh, she is still the same sweet girl that God gave us. And that very day, I was out. I ran into this woman whose son had hearing aids, and she was a Christian. I told her what we had just discovered, and she was able to give us a phone number where our daughter could get help. And she even told me, I didn't even know why I was here today, but now I know why. And God just spoke to my heart, and he said, see, Kelly, I will never leave you or forsake you. Chills again. Uh, Well... (laughs) You said earlier that uh, it kind of brought you to tears, and uh, yeah. Yeah. that brings me to tears. Yeah. It, uh, that Lee was on uh, the airplane headed home, that you met this lady with a child. Yeah. We don't, we don't know. I know we're both like, bring on the Kleenex, Mike. <laughs> here, but you know, one thing that's really coming to me here is, I keep hearing the word day. I think a lot of people think that these things happen over like a course of time, but boom, bam. And one day you saw God meet you, meet you where you were in so many different amazing ways. Yeah. Well, think about this. If you aren't living life one day at a time, and if God plans on meeting you one day at a time, then you're going to miss God. Yeah. Mm. You're going to be in a place of worry The devil uses worry to make us afraid about the future. You're going to be in a place of regret. The devil uses regret and guilt to make us worry about the past. Mm -hmm. The devil does whatever he can to keep us out of the moment because that's where we meet God. Mm -hmm. In those circumstances, in those moments with a, a lady with a child with big hearing aids, not little hearing aids, but big hearing aids, and Mm -hmm. your husband on a plane on the way home to help you face this so, friends, I hope what you're hearing in here is uh, an incredibly faithful God, a loving God who's attentive to the smallest things, a courageous woman who's early on looking for answers in God and who met him one day at a time through hardships and struggle. And we are loved and we serve a great God. And we're going to talk with Kelly Hall more in the third segment. Please stay with us. They fought for our freedom and made sacrifices most of us can't imagine. And now our veterans need our help. 
Hi, friends. I'm Christy Mendelow, Richard's wingman here on Courageous Christianity. You've possibly heard us talking about Freedom Alliance on the show. It's an organization near and dear to our hearts. Freedom Alliance is healing the wounds of war, including the devastating emotional injuries that cause veterans to reject God's love. Freedom Alliance is saving lives and military marriages. They rehabilitate wounded heroes, donate customized wheelchairs to amputees, and provide college scholarships to the sons and daughters of military heroes. I hope you'll join us in supporting our combat veterans by donating to Freedom Alliance today. I urge you to visit freedomalliance.org to learn more about their mission. We at Courageous Christianity know the team at Freedom Alliance, and we've seen them do the Lord's work. They are committed to helping ordinary Americans who've done extraordinary things. Please go to freedomalliance.org to make a contribution that will change a hero's life. Friends, since we launched this show, Christy Mendelow has been my wingman on Courageous Christianity. To our message of Courageous Faith, she adds her invaluable perspective as a transformational coach. She's the walking embodiment of courage and compassion, and she brings this to bear on those going through divorce in her own show, The Divorce Coaching Hour, which airs Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 KKHT, The Word. For those who are struggling in their marriages, she brings hope with guests who speak to the myriad counseling options available. For those who are going through divorce, she offers invaluable technical assistance. And for those who are coming out of divorce, she delivers a unique perspective on the opportunity for growth and change. If you are, or a friend or family member is, struggling in a marriage, contemplating or going through divorce, you need a wingman. You'll want to tune in each Saturday to hear from Christy and her guests. One thing is for sure, as I have learned over all the shows on Courageous Christianity and personally, you can count on Christy for truth, for a faith-based perspective, for compassion, and for insightful guidance. Tune in each Saturday. She'll be there for you as well. Don't miss the Divorce Coaching Hour every Saturday at 1 p.m. on 100.7 FM, KKHT, The Word. Friends, welcome back. You're listening to Courageous Christianity, and we're talking with Kelly Hall, wife, mother, and courageous believer. And I'm looking at the card that goes with her awesome Bible study that she's written. And one of the scriptures that she has on the back of this card says, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. And that's Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. And in that verse says that our hope is in he who is faithful. And what that means is you've got to keep your eyes on him because that's where your hope comes from. So Amen. tell us a little bit about that. You, uh, you met that lady, and uh, God met you there through her, and it's because you were looking for him uh, in your hope and your faith. Is that right? Yes. You know, it was so heartbreaking for Lee and I, but I thought it was really sweet of God to allow us to be together. And every night we would pray. During the day, it was busy, and we were researching deafness. This was before the Internet, you know. But every night we would just lay in each other's arms, and we would pray God's Word. We would That helped us hold unswervingly to His hope so that we could see the situation through His eyes of faithfulness and goodness and not feel um, helpless, hopeless, or alone. And I think that was something that's so important. When we keep our eyes on the Lord, we realize that difficulties do not signify His divine absence. He's with us. Mm, 
he is. And uh, again, if, if that two-year-old didn't like his punishment, now he thinks uh, mommy or daddy is being mean or uh, they internalize that and they forget the promise of mommy and daddy, which is to prepare you and to grow you and to nurture you. And so uh, as you as you came more into this uh, these challenges as the kids uh, got older, how did that look? Well, we had to make a difficult decision when the twins were um, just a year old and we we looked at there was we wanted to get cochlear implants for them. They were candidates, and the Air Force doctor said, "I'm not going to do it. You have to move to St. Louis, where there's a school for deaf kids, because just getting the implant is not going to help them." And you know, Lee was being a very practical fighter pilot, and he said, um, "I don't have a job in St. Louis, <laughs> but we did move there." For our girls, and I had to move there with the four little kids all by myself and without a support system, and they all got cochlear implant surgeries, and there's where they first started learning to talk. That's where our seven-year-old had her first conversation ever, but it was such a challenge. This is where I felt like God took me to the absolute, absolute end of myself. I felt like I was just living on a drop full of grace moment by moment by moment and so i i can't i can't even i don't want to go through that again but this scripture that you shared richard let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful the things god continued to show his faithfulness and the main way was through scripture i made a list of scriptures that brought hope to my heart that reminded me of the faithfulness of God, that reminded me that He was actively working in our lives and that He had good plans and He was taking us there. And I would read and pray those every day. And you know, it some, was my life. Yeah, something that uh, I was thinking about as I look here at that scripture is that all of this is not what the world thinks. What the world thinks is that when something bad has happened, you've been singled out for special punishment. Or mm-hmm. when, when something bad happens, it's because of something that was done to you or something that you've done. And it, it promotes, the world promotes a very victim-minded perspective of everything. And what Kelly is asking us to hold dear is a very kingdom-minded perspective. And so as I look at this verse, let us hold unswervingly. What was coming to me is don't swerve. Hold, hold in the middle because the world is going to tell you this. Uh, you, uh, this is unfair. This is wrong. This shouldn't have happened. This shouldn't be done. Nobody should have to go through this. And that's what the world thinks. And that's all the world thinks because it's coming at it from a place of, of um, victim-mindedness. But when we surround ourselves with, with uh, kingdom-minded people, then we can, they can help us to hold unswervingly. That's exactly where I was going to go. With She did things to help herself stay on the road, so to speak, and not just surrounding herself. Um, but I heard in there, I loved this, Kelly, I was living on a drop full of grace moment by moment. And that can be, that, what I heard, that was scripture. And so you were also keeping you, keeping yourself on the so-called road from swerving by just immersing yourself in Scripture. 
Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I'm thinking about a rainstorm. I'm thinking about driving on a road in a rainstorm, and if that road had no lines on it, it would just blend into the grayness, and we could very easily end up in the ditch or be swerving all over. But God paints these lines on the side of the road that leads to him, on the side of the narrow road that leads to Christ. There are these lines, and those lines are his scripture, the Holy Spirit, the church, and the people in the church. And when we are in, centered in that, we can uh, hold unswervingly. So all of this, what I hear is courage. What, what I hear is the courage of Lee to say, uh, we, we can be separated. And um, to, to have so much faith in you and in God that he says, you can do this. And for you to say, I will do this, I have to do this. And I'm thinking about a line from your Bible study which says this, Courage is the force that catapults us from puny faith to powerful standing on the rock kind of faith. Mm. Tell us Mm. more about that. I love that line. It's just... You know, so many people try to guilt you into saying, oh, if you only had more faith. No, that's not it. You just need the courage to believe that God's Word is absolutely true, and He really is who He says He is. So during that time where I was just so, I was so lonely, and it was so hard, and nothing about our life was fun, and the kids couldn't even understand each other because none of them had enough language. And even my son, who has hearing, he couldn't understand the deaf girls because they didn't talk very well. And so I was the constant interpreter and caregiver and teacher. But I remember one day just telling God, I am so dang lonely. I mean, you're a personal God, and I know you love me, but I I just need somebody with skin on to talk to me. But nobody can understand, and that's so hurtful and makes you feel so isolated, you know. But out of the blue, this person called me, this woman that I had just met at a church, and she called me and said, God has been whispering your name to me for three days, and today he started shouting it at me and told me to call you. Wow. You know, that just makes me think when we get those whispers, we we must we must call and thank God she called you. And what did that do for you, Kelly? We talked for 45 minutes. Here I was saying no one can understand. And this dear woman had four children, three of whom were profoundly deaf. A husband who had been in the military, they had moved to St. Louis the same reason we had. And so she completely understood everything I was going through. And when I got off the phone, I fell to my knees in tears, just amazed that God loves us this much. He is faithful. Again, back to that Hebrews 10.23, we just, when we open our hearts to what he has for us, we will be blown away by how well He loves on us and how sweetly He cares for us. We will see His goodness in the land of the living. And some words from your preface again. These exact words and this exact story. So you pray for a friend, someone you can talk to. He provides you a mirror, a uh, exactly the same situation as you at the exact time. And you say this in your preface, 
and that he would enlarge your heart with a clearer picture of himself as you learn to stand boldly and courageously on his word in the daily moments of your life. And so through this struggle, through this challenge, he gave you a clearer picture of who he is, attentive, faithful to the smallest detail, able to deal with your absolute honesty when you complain to him and when you uh, shout your need to him. Mm. Just so amazing. I think something's key in here that I'm hearing, I I hope the listeners are, is that you've got... God cares about heart and Kelly's heart has been, I've heard her repeatedly say, repeatedly say, I had an open heart, but you also had an open mind because I, I mean, obviously to the point that you were 14 and asking, like you're saying, Hey, bring it on there, God, I'm ready for this. (laughs) But also in the, the fact that, you know, your definition and your mindset of what was happening, the struggling. And so listeners, I would just hope that they can, um, I do this often challenge you to look at your situation in a different way as, and, and look at Kelly as an example. Yeah. Um, as we move out of this segment, the thing that is just so strong uh, for me right now is the world has to look at things as victims because they refuse God. They have no choice. There is nothing else. There is no purpose. It's all random. But what we know, those of us who have been blessed by being called to God and what we know of God is that it's not at all random. He doesn't cause everything, but he works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And so what I would say to those of you who are struggling with this is turning to God is the point. It's the beginning, it's the context, and it's the end. Stay with us. We're going to talk about that in the fourth segment. Friends, it's Richard, the host of Courageous Christianity. In addition to donations, sponsorships also help to keep us on the air and sustain our ongoing efforts. We'd love for you to join us in this mission. If you own a Christian business or an entrepreneur, or it's on your heart to support our efforts, sponsorship opportunities are available. You'll have the chance to have your message heard during each show and much more. If you want to join us in our mission to equip Christian warriors for the spiritual battlefield and support us with your sponsorship, contact us at 281-656-1833 or email us at CourageousChristianity at gmail.com. Contact us today to apply as there are some requirements. So give us a call at 281-656-1833 or email us at CourageousChristianity at gmail.com. We're grateful for your listenership and for your support. Friends, welcome back. You're listening to Courageous Christianity, and we are having an emotional conversation with uh, an amazing lady who's written this incredible Bible study, Miss Kelly Hall, talking about uh, that it's not just difficult to be married to an Air Force fighter pilot, but also to be uh, challenged in these circumstances where she just finds the end of herself and has no choice but to turn to God. And Christy's busy saying, well, it's not that easy to be married to a Marine. So, okay. <laughs> okay, I, you're putting words in my I mouth. Started it, I, guess, <laughs> I, I, it's, I started it. But let's, out. I mean, let's look at that for a minute. And I mean, when you're a pilot and, and in the service, there are a lot of things that are required of you outside of your marriage. 
And so that's the reality. That's the truth that, um, and, and all marriage can be challenging if that's how we look at it. And those are the most challenging uh, times, the ones that are separated a lot. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's the reality. But then Kelly had all these other things. She, yeah, and and I, not just Kelly, Lee as well, her husband. Right. Yeah. And I was saying at the break uh, that uh, I was getting emotional about it. Uh, and uh, as I wonder why, um, other than the obvious, it's because in this story is so much of God's love and so much of God's truth and so much of his scripture is just true in in your story, Kelly, in your struggle, mm-hmm. in, in the challenges that you guys face together. Um, what's another scripture that you think uh, just describes it, resonates most with you? I love Isaiah 41.10, and I had a friend that I met there share this with me during this time, and I've never heard it before. Don't be afraid for I'm with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I'll help you and strengthen you and uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that was so comforting when I needed so much help. <laughs> I, uh, I think about how many times in the Bible it says, don't be afraid, uh, don't be scared. I look at Joshua chapter 1, uh, verses 7 through 9. In those three verses, it says it like six or, uh, six or eight times. Um, yeah. Do not be frightened, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God goes with you wherever you go, and so forth. And it, it, we only find him when we come to the end of ourselves, and, and we're not looking at the world we have no choice but to look beyond ourselves. And then, uh, thankfully, when we're called and, and we look to him, then we find out so much about him and our hearts are enlarged. I told you in the beginning that I had this question from your Bible study. Uh, friends, this Bible study is so awesome. Um, it's not superficial. This is richly textured. This is going to cause you to ask questions and really think through things. Um, and please make sure that when you answer this question, Kelly, you begin by telling our listeners how they can find your Bible study. But, so you say this in uh, the first chapter, you're talking about Daniel. Friends, the story of Daniel. As we know, the Jews were uh, called into exile in Babylon. uh, And I think it's around uh, maybe 500 BC, and they spent 70 years in exile. And that's where we get the story of uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel. And you've heard of Daniel in the lion's den. So uh, Kelly asks this question in her Bible study. In talking about Daniel, what emotions can you imagine Daniel felt as he was taken from his home, away from his family, and marched 900 miles into a foreign country? What are your thoughts, Kelly, when you ask that question? You know, the reason I ask that question is because I, I'm i a kind of a simple-minded person, and I really, I need story to get God's message. And so I don't want to take these stories at face value. I want to know that this is a real young man who is being taken captive and possibly with fish hooks in his lip, yanked along with all the other prisoners and leaving everything he's ever known. I want to understand what that's like. So I always try to think about questions that help me believe deep in my heart that this is a real story with real people. 
And that helps me believe that the real God that intervened for, intervened for Daniel is going to intervene for me. It's yeah. so amazing. Christy, please. It makes us feel like it's something that we can, is tangible to us, that it's real when it's a story. So I get that, Kelly. Yeah, when you hear about a hero yeah. who initially was thinking, oh, Lord, I can't do this, or, or why are you doing this to the people? that They're your chosen people. So I think it's an incredible question because when we think about heroes, we think of their courage and their reaction to their circumstances, and I like to say this, as monolithic, a block of history. It's just mm-hmm. a chapter. But it's not just a chapter. It's written one word at a time and one line at a time, and in the context of struggle, one day at a time against one foe at a time. So maybe sometimes you woke up and the, and the, the adversary was the kids crying. And then after the kids weren't crying, the adversary was breakfast. And so, friends, struggle is little, and it's hard, and it's one day at a time. But when we face it with God, he walks through it with us one day at a time, intimately, faithfully. And so I hope you just hear that from that question. And I know we're going to be talking more about the Bible study itself in the next show, so please stay tuned for that. And Kelly, how would someone find your Bible study and purchase your Bible study if they wanted to? You can go to, um, my my website is currently under construction, but I have an old one that you can find, .courage.org, has a PayPal link on the front page. Also, they should be on Amazon in the next day or two. Okay, so... I heard gotcourage.org, kind of like got milk. So it's G O T got courage.org. And I'm going to ask Christy to uh, try to post something like that or put something like that out so that yeah, we. Yeah, we'll, we'll put that on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. Thank you so much. Well, friends, that brings us to our moment of truth. As you know, in every show we have a moment of truth where we look at Scripture, which informs our discussion, and we do this to remind ourselves that God's Word is our first refuge, that it's always relevant, and that it never fails. And today, our moment of truth comes from Matthew chapter 16, verse 24, and it says this, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Friends, if there was no cross to take up in our lives, how would we learn to follow Jesus? I mean, really follow Jesus, not in church for an hour on Sunday, but through all of the circumstances of our lives, seeking after him in everything. We know that Jesus is the good shepherd. We are his sheep. If there were no darkness, if there were no wolves, if there were no rocky pastures, if there was no divisiveness or conflict, would we need that shepherd? Or would we be at ease in our self-reliant? You heard Kelly talk about that. Initially, she was in a place of self-reliance. So I think we all know the answer is that when circumstances take us beyond ourselves, then we find the good shepherd. And when we bring ourselves to him, we follow him truly through all the moments and all the struggles, then we become practiced at that. And he's the first place we look and the last place we look before we go to sleep at night and please God, our ultimate destination. And our quote of the day answers this perfectly, and I'm going to read that uh, Kelly's prayer that she says in the beginning of her study. She says, My prayer as you participate in this study 
is that God would teach you something of what it means to exercise courageous faith no matter what adventures he allows in your life and that he would enlarge your heart with a clearer picture of himself as you learn to stand boldly and courageously on his word in the daily moments of your life. So I think we can all agree, if there's one thing this world needs, it's more heart, and not self-reliant, self-satisfied, self-indulgent heart, but more of the heart of Jesus. Well, that comes to us as Christians, demonstrated in the way we face our struggle and trials and adventure, and we learn it from Jesus in the struggles that we face by faith in him. So first we experience hardship, then we face hardship by faith, then we grow, then we show and teach others what we have paid such a high price to learn, and that is courageous Christianity, and that's what you're hearing in Kelly's story, what she has paid such a high price to learn. So Kelly, uh, you'll join us next week and walk us through some of your seven keys to courageous faith as we dig a little more into your Bible study. Is that right? Yes, looking forward to that. Thanks. Well, we're looking forward to having you, and hopefully I won't be so emotional next week. Well, I think it's good to be emotional. (laughs) Well. (laughs) I know you're a Marine and all. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. But it does. It does. The story touches your hearts, and, and I think when you're your heart is touched. Again, I'm going to say it again. You can be really open to what God has for you. Well, you know what comes to me is what touches your heart is truth. Yeah. Exactly. And one of the reasons why our hearts can be so troubled today in this world is that we hear so much that we just know is not true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so in the same way that that hurts and creates dissonance, when we hear the truth, it creates peace. Yeah. And we know it. Our and, heart knows it. And our hearts know yeah. it. Yeah. And so when Jesus says, Come to me, you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest, take my yoke upon you. It's truth. We hear it. We know it. God has proven himself faithful over generations and generations. It's in his scripture, it's in the stories we read in scripture. And then these struggles help us to find out for ourselves. This is the truth. Yeah, and so Kelly, thank you so much for sharing your truth with us. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Friends, thank thanks you. for joining Christy and me today. We hope you'll join us each and every week here on 100.7 FM, KKHT, the word, at kkht.com, or on courageouschristianity.today, or your favorite podcast app, where you can listen to previous episodes by podcast. We also ask you to remember... Kelly's book, uh, Bible study, can be found at gotcourage.org. We are honored to walk with you in Christ. God bless and simplify.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.